from the Lucas Oil Studios. Kyle Larson flying those Lucas Oil colors. Mav TV colors joining us here in the Freak Nation, the winner of last night's Chili Bowl in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And Kyle, watching you run this race compared to last year's race, you're, you won the Chili Bowl last year. It's so your second win at Chili Bowl. Does this get old? And I ask that because of so many dirt races that you've won over the last 12 months. Does it get old winning this many races? <laughs> no, it, it, uh, it never gets old winning. That's for sure. Especially, you know, winning big races. Um, you know, that's, you know, as a race car driver, that's what we, you know, all strive to do is, is to win big races, win championships and things like that. Um, and I think, you know, last year winning, winning a lot of races kind of helps you prepare you for those big moments and, and allows you to stay calm and, um, you know, a little more relaxed behind the wheel. So, uh, the track was definitely technical last night and, and you, I was making a lot of mistakes there towards the end, but I was able to stay calm and, and limit, limit my mistakes there and come away with another win. So it was, it was great. Um, yeah, an awesome night. Chili Bowl winner, getting set for a 2021 NASCAR season. His name is Kyle Larson, veteran here in the Freak Nation. Talk about those mistakes from a, a fan's perspective. It looks like you get up there. Well, it's not the marbles. It's up there on the cushion. And that right rear would grab. Did you see that coming? Or was that something that just woke you up going, I just went a little bit too far in turns three and four? Well, you know, the track was developing and, and starting to you know venture up the racetrack and they put a lot of moisture down um before the main event so i knew it was going to get tricky at some point and um you're there finally with i don't know 15 or so laps to go it started to get um curved up and and the cushion was got to a point where it wasn't going to go any higher and that's when it started getting a lot harder to run and yeah i kept i kept just getting a little too greedy with the cushion off of four and <laughs> Um, just messed up a couple times and it allowed your know, grant to get close to me. And then, you know, my mistake kind of got grant racing with me and it, it allowed bell to get by him. And then, um, you know, a few laps later, I, I made another mistake on the cushion and, and then had to you know, battle bell before, um, you know, one of the cautions came out and then, uh, we had that caution and I made a couple more mistakes, small mistakes. <laughs> um, and you know, could see his nose and then, just kind of had to tell myself to calm down and, and stop hitting the cushion like that and, and let him make mistakes behind me. And, um, about that time when I told myself that, you know, that's when he got in the three a little bit too hard and, uh, caught the cushion wrong and, and went for a tumble. So after that, I just kind of had to, you know, fend off Justin on the restarts and change things up. And, um, you know, thankfully that, that last restart, I got a good one and didn't really have to fight off anybody. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night with Kyle Larson. Kyle, the Chili Bowl is different than every other dirt race. Dirt tracks stay around and face the weather and the elements all season long. The Chili Bowl is inside, and you have to prep the track so well to make it safe for the drivers. A lot of people don't recognize that. The, the Chili Bowl might be the only dirt race they see all year. How do you get them ready for something like that? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think there's definitely positives and negatives um you know obviously the major negative uh with it was you know the the lengthy um track prep it, it that took place last night you know i think it was an hour and a half from the time the b main ended to when we you know, finally 
took the green flag. Um, but you know, the track was just, it was just different. Um, and not, not like it typically is there. And I think they finally got worried that it was going to take rubber in our race. So they knew they had to do something and do an extensive, um, track rework. And yeah, it took, that took quite a while. So, um, I think if, you know, they would have had the track in better shape throughout the early parts of the week, they probably would have been in a better position come Saturday, but you know, they put a lot of effort into it. And, um, you know, I think all of us race car drivers were thankful. It didn't, you know, take rubber. Like mm-hmm. I think it was, it was kind of leaning towards during the C's and, and the B main mm-hmm. B mains. Um, but yeah, that's, that's just a, a downside of that event. You know, every track throughout the country, whether it's indoors or outdoors, um, you know, it's hard to get a dirt track racing surface. Perfect. Um, you know, asphalt is, pretty consistent throughout, you know, really years because, you know, pavement's not wearing out as quickly as dirt, but, um, yeah. And then, you know, I think too, honestly, probably with the chili bowl being indoors, I mean, I'm not a track prep, uh, scientist by any means, but I, I feel like it should be a little bit easier in, in a way, um, to get a consistent track surface just because you aren't battling any of the conditions, you know, you're not, you're not worried about the the weather outside, really. You know, you're not worried about the the sun baking the racetrack. Um, you know, I think probably m- maybe one of the few things I have to keep up with is just that you know it's sitting on top of a concrete surface, so it's the water's got nowhere to drain, and and that probably can affect things. And and two, there's you know 300 and some odd race cars running on the racetrack on Saturday, so uh, trying to stay on top of that is is tough. So. They don't have an easy job, and I think we we as competitors and race fans um, probably get too nitpicky at times. But uh, they do they do an amazing job at, at what they do with the track surface, and um, I think that's why the Chili Bowl is is one of the coolest events because it it does end up racy uh, every year. So then explain slightly. It's so, it's just fascinating to me how you've got this track that changes every year. The dirt is kind of different every year and like you said it's indoors so you're dealing with a concrete surface underneath yet then there's guys like you and christopher bell and kevin swindell and and rico abru who can win this thing multiple years in a row for something that is so challenging and so difficult and something that changes yet you guys seem to make it look easy and consistent (laughs) yeah i I don't know i mean i think i think all of us are just in and great equipment. And I mean, there's, there's obviously, you know, our, our equipment's not better than anybody, you know, the other good teams, but I think, yeah, just, you know, there's a few, there's a few drivers in there that just really have a good understanding for that place and kind of the driving style that it takes to be fast there. And, and two, I think, I think you see a lot of the same drivers up front, uh, each year because, you know, they, they do, they do good jobs on their prelim nights and, and they're, you know, very smart with kind of how they pick their way throughout the, that evening. Um, well, I think some drivers are, you know, have totally different years year to year because they just make bad decisions on their prelim nights and put themselves in bad spots. So, um, yeah, I think the, the few of us just have been able to set ourselves up in very good positions just by being smart early in the week and, um, knowing that we just got to get through that to uh, give ourselves a shot on, on Saturday and then, 
yeah, once you get into that 55 laps, it's just a totally different race than the rest of the week. And, um, yeah, I think the more times you put yourself in that position, the more experience you're gaining over your competitors. And that always helps too. Well, speaking of more times, Kyle Larson joining us here in the Freak Nation, 15 times at the Chili Bowl, twice as a winner. This is a very, very, very technical question. You might need your kids' help with this as well. Out in the West, like especially Las Vegas, there's desert boogers, and boy, are they rough. But, man, I don't think anything compares to a Chili Bowl booger, huh? Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, – I think this year, though, honestly, with, with wearing masks, oh, it's, no. uh, it's helped a lot. So, um, I'm – Probably even if it, even if things get back to normal, I'm I'm still probably going to wear a mask when I'm in the building, at least you know watching the races. But yeah, you're right. You know you got black stick boogers for a couple of days, and and even you know getting them out of your eyeballs is mm-hmm. uh, is is nasty. But um, we all love it, and uh, you know it's it's a part of the the price you got to pay to to be at an awesome event and and watching some awesome racing with some some of your best friends flying the Mav TV Lucas Oil Colors NASCAR Cup pilot with Hendrick Racing for 2021 Kyle Larson joining us here in the Freak Nation run us through this how much of the action behind you do you feel whether it was Bell or other drivers coming up on you and how close they were getting can can you feel it can you see it where are you in this yeah, I could, um, you know, I got the, I got the jump on the, on the start and, you know, Grant was, Justin Grant was a lot faster than me. Um, so I could, I could, you know, hear him behind me and then, you know, he would come off turn four and they have a, a big screen kind of at the end of the straightaway into turn one. So, you know, I could glance up and, you know, whenever the camera was on me, I, I could tell he was right on my rear bumper. So I knew I just kind of had to make myself a little bit wide and try not to mess up too much to allow him to get, get by me. Um, cause I knew that was a very critical point of the race. You know, if I was to lose control early, it would have been much harder to get by him. So yeah. And then, then once the track moved up, I felt like the grip of my race car got a little bit better and they stopped showing me quite as much on, on the, on the TV. So I felt like, you know, I was starting to get away. But then, you know, I'd catch traffic and, and figure with the fast pace that we were putting on, um, you know, with me catching the back of the traffic and having to slow down a little bit, he'd be right on top of me, which, which he was. And then just kind of had to make good decisions and, and do a good job blocking, um, you know, like I said, making myself wide and, um, you know, and then just trying not to really, really mess up too terribly bad, which I, I did a few times throughout the race, but was able to recover and, and block any runs that were coming at me. But as a fan, I mean, you got a lot of fans out there, Kyle, but as a fan, we like cars bunched up. If the, if the leader is running away with it and then the yellow would drop like, God dang it. So yeah. you, but you as a driver, I get the feeling whether you tell the truth or not, you kind of like racing in traffic or are you one of those guys that screw that? I just want to run away with this thing. Uh, well, I, I wasn't running away in trap or sorry, in, in queen track. So I, I feel like I've done a really good job throughout lap traffic. Um, whenever I'm at the chili bowl on Saturday nights. So I honestly, you know, I felt like those guys, you know, Grant and Bell had a better car behind me. So I kind of wanted to get into traffic to get racing and dicing around and, and hopefully you'll get some cars in between us. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, I was kind of, I was kind of 50, 50 on, you know, the cautions. I was, I was okay with having them come out when they did, but at the same time, I, I felt like I could have did a better job of getting away from them behind me if we would have stayed green. Um, cause with, with the cautions at Chili Bowl, you know, there's going to be big slide jobs coming at you, uh, in the turn one, especially if you don't get off turn four, very good taken off. And, and I, I didn't, I wasn't getting good restarts or good launches. So, um, I've really felt like I was having to fight off people more whenever we would have cautions, but, um, we're able to, you know, not mess up too badly, uh, taken off and not allow any big runs at me on, on the restarts. Kyle, your contract with Hendrick Motorsports, what's it say about you racing all these extra races on dirt throughout the year? Yeah, so far, um, you know, I'm thankful for, for my opportunity at Hendrick and, and them allowing me to you know, still go have some fun um, on the dirt. You know, with, with Cup in, in the pandemic, uh, we still are going to have a lot of one-day schedules, so that, that opens up a lot of more days for me to go race dirt stuff. So, um, yeah, I plan on still racing quite a bit, probably more than I ever have during a NASCAR season. But, um, you know, my, my main focus and, and goal is to, uh, do a, a great job for Hendrick Motorsports. Um, so you know, that's, that's my main priority and, and, you know, dirt racing will not <laughs> come before any of those obligations. But, um, I, I've, I've always felt like the more I race dirt, the better I am. Uh, come Sundays. So um, I think a lot of team owners now have realized that. And um, I'm just thankful that uh, Rick Hendricks letting me, you know, continue doing what I love to do and yeah. drive race cars. That collective sigh you hear from coast to coast was all the other dirt racers going, ah, oh, damn it. I thought he was going to kind of give us a break this summer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, I'm still going to be out there. So I enjoy it. And honestly, I think, I think the competitors, enjoy having you know myself and Paul Silva uh out there racing with them cuz it 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 makes everybody else you know better as well so um you know good competition you know, makes you step up and i think that's what you know i i chased bell for so long that now it's it he's made me a better driver and i think mm-hmm. i think i do that to other drivers as well Kyle 2020 was a different year it's like you looked both ways before you crossed the street, you stepped off the curb and an airplane fell on you. You had a terrible year last year, but this is 2021. Different team, Hendrick Motorsports, one of the best teams in the industry's history. I bet that's been good for you to go somewhere new and try something different. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, you know, I, I put myself through a lot last year and, and you know, learned so much about myself and, and bettering myself and I look forward to you know this year and continuing all the work that I, that I was doing and and you know building more relationships and I I don't I honestly don't think I could be with a better organization to help me with that also so um, just very blessed and thankful that uh, you know Rick Hendrick and and Jeff Gordon are giving me a second chance to go out there and prove myself as a person and as a race car driver and. Uh, I'm just, I'm really looking forward to getting the season started and um, getting everything you know, back on the right track. What an awesome open interview this has been. A lot of your answers have really opened my eyes to a, several things from the technical aspect of things to, the, of course, now your personal life. Yeah, thank you guys. And you know, thanks for everything you do for 
auto racing and um always always enjoy speaking to you guys i gotta bring it up every time we talk bro we always talk about me jamming a microphone in this shy kid space at 15 years old in northern <laughs> california not knowing what the hell to say <laughs> yeah sometimes i'm still i'm still that guy i don't really know what to say and, and still stumble around a lot <laughs> buddy good luck to you yeah thank you i appreciate it